And we're back at it again today, you guys. I actually have some news to report today about my hometown. That's right, Los Angeles, or in general, the state I am from, sunny Southern California. If you're from Northern California, then maybe not so sunny, but we still love you anyway. Okay, that North-South connection. Anyway, today's news is about uh, how the state is reacting to homelessness. For those that don't know, the Olympics are coming to Los Angeles, I think in another year or so. So they're trying to tighten things up. So um, there's some major changes going on, man. Let's get into it. And welcome back to another episode of you guys got it, the Dragon Horse Podcast. You know who I am, Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse, and your lovely host as well. So let's go. This is brought to you guys by NBCNews.com, and the title of this article reads, California City Bans People from Living in Tents Amid Homeless Crisis. You heard that correctly. So there are some people out there that are down on their luck, whether it's due to inflation or the economy or even drugs and things of that nature. I'm not here to point the blame. I'm just talking about possible reasons, right? And they're homeless, right? However, they used to live in tents. You guys have probably seen it a lot. I mean, at this point, Los Angeles is pretty much famous for it. Unfortunately, it's one of those things we don't like to talk about. But nonetheless, it pops up in conversations about the city. Okay, so California has basically said, listen, you can't stay on the side of the road in your tents anymore. This is becoming too large of a problem. We have places where you can stay. We have homeless shelters. You need to go. So they're going to start more or less, hate to put it like this, but force homeless people off the streets, man. So let's get into how this came about, what this ordinance is about, and in particular, how they plan on putting this into effect. All right. The article goes on to state under the title, this type of ordinance criticized as turning unhoused residents into criminals has been tried before in other communities with little success. It also goes on to note this was published February 18, 2023. So I wanna go ahead and get that out of the way, let's go. A homeless woman named Sean sits in a tent under the 405 freeway bridge over Venice Boulevard in Culver City, California. All this is in Southern California, for those that don't know. The 405 is a very famous freeway. It's extremely crowded. It's known for being one of the most busiest freeways in all the United States. Okay, so just some background right there. A new anti-camping ordinance aimed at clearing out homeless encampments has been met with fierce criticism from leaders and residents who say it will displace the most vulnerable to make way for gentrification in this rapidly changing city. Okay. Council members in Culver City, where a new 4.5 acre Apple Campus has been proposed and where the median price of a home is just shy of $1 million, voted earlier this week to ban tents and makeshift structures in public places, a step other nearby cities have tried only to be stopped by legal challenges. So yeah, basically what is going on to say so far is that yeah, there's a lot of corporations, they even name dropped Apple, which is not a surprise, that want to buy out these plots of land where these homeless people happen to stay or where they happen to be near. And they want that value to stay high, right? And uh, the value of that land or that property can't be high if you have a bunch of homeless people around it. It's associated with drugs or maybe even gangs, things of that nature, unfortunately, okay? So they said, listen, you guys got to get them out of here. So now the city says, well, we need that Apple money. We need that business money. We'll get them up out of here, okay? So 
that's sort of what it's addressing here in the beginning. It goes on to say that they have tried this before in other cities, nearby cities and otherwise, and it hasn't worked out so well. However, let's get into more about what they're what they're trying to prove here. Maybe maybe they can persuade us. Who knows, right? Um, with more than 170,000 people living in tents and cars and sleeping outdoors on sidewalks and under highway overpasses, California is the epicenter of the nation's homeless crisis, yet few, if any, communities have been able to make a significant dent in the number of unsheltered residents living within their borders. Like I said before, uh, my family, my people, like I said before, California is not new to this. It's true to this. California is one of the richest states in the United States. That's without question. Los Angeles is one of the richest cities in California and in the United States, in the world, actually, and that is without question. Wherever you have a high cost of living, where things are extremely expensive, you're going to have expensive properties. You're going to have people that are homeless. You're going to have people that can't make ends meet because they don't get the jobs to ride that wave, right? And the wave, of course, I'm speaking of is high wages, a lot of money being paid to you by your employer or you starting a business and making a lot of money to be able to keep up with how fast paced things are going. Some people never made it. Some people can't make it. It's almost like a, a compounding effect. Once you sink below a certain level, it's like quicksand. It's hard to get right back out, right? So I do have uh, a lot of pity, actually. Um, I don't want to call it pity, but I do have a, a sort of sadness for a lot of the homeless people I see out here. Uh, it is sad. Uh, they are very conscious of their situations, the majority of them, and it's terrible. But nonetheless, um, California says it is sick of this. It needs to take a more stern approach. And I feel as though that's pretty much what they're conveying here. A 2018 federal court decision stemming from an Idaho ordinance found that criminalizing homelessness, including prohibiting sleeping in public, violates the U.S. Constitution and amounts to cruel and unusual punishment if no shelter beds are available. Proponents of the Culver City Ordinance, Culver City is the town in California that's trying to put this ordinance in place for those that don't understand. Proponents or supporters of the Culver City Ordinance say the city must stay in lockstep with surrounding communities to prevent more unhoused people from taking up residence on its streets. But opponents say the ordinance has been rushed and will criminalize already marginalized people, especially black and Latino residents who are more likely to experience homelessness. That is true, or at least true enough. They also point out that where Los Angeles' ordinance is specific to areas near schools and daycare centers, Culver City's applies to the entire city, which could prompt legal challenges. And indeed, it will prompt legal challenges. But as we know, when it comes to the law, and I must be honest here, as we know, when it comes to the law, you're either a winner or you are a loser. And sometimes the law can be skewed. <laughs> Or at least it could be put in a way that benefits certain types of people. We understand this, right? This is very clear. This is how it's always been. All right. Let's go on to a few more of the testimonies. And uh, just as I've been giving you guys my thoughts along the way, I will give you guys more thoughts at the end. I am very disappointed, said Culver City Council member Yasmin Imani McMorin, who was one of the two descending votes on the six-member council. She goes on to say... I feel this is an incredibly harmful policy that doesn't add anything other than punitive measures. Okay, so basically Yasmin says, listen, you guys just you guys just want to get your money. You're trying to get these people off the street that actually need help. This isn't helping them. You're more or less just kicking the can down the road 
and avoiding the problem in general. You guys aren't talking about how you're going to help them. You're just talking about moving them out of the way, which I mean, somewhat is essentially true. They haven't talked about exactly how they're going to help them. They just talked about how to get them off the streets. But get them off the streets doesn't mean you're helping them. It doesn't mean their lives are going to improve, which would prevent them from going back to the streets. You guys understand. So this is, um, I'd say this is a band-aid on the problem. This is a huge band-aid on the problem. But I can't, I, I also can't ignore that there have long been policies in place that have allowed this problem to get to this point right that have allowed this problem to become exacerbated that is understandable now hear me out on this right california is one of the epicenters for homelessness we understand that because of the cost of living but also that is because california is so expensive as i said before it is at the forefront of the united states economy it is one of the richest cities on earth and being one of the richest cities on earth you always have immigrants from every country coming over to buy property so we've had an influx of immigrants from China that have bought million dollar properties, India that have brought million dollar properties and some work for tech companies and otherwise invested in this economy. We've had uh, Europeans come over and buy million dollar properties. So if you have so many people coming over and buying these properties in bulk at high prices, the locals that don't necessarily have those tax advantages and that don't necessarily have the salaries to match, they will be left behind. And that's where you're gonna have homelessness. Even when it comes to renting, uh, in the last 10 years, I want to say the cost of renting in Los Angeles has gone up from something like 1500 a month, which at this point now seems super affordable to pretty much in Los Angeles, even the cheapest property, uh, you know, just a room and otherwise, depending on where you are, you're going to be paying at least 2100 to 2200 a month. And that's just facts. That's not including utilities. That's not including other things. I mean, even parking spots and things of that nature, they may have you pay extra, right? So this is pretty much what's going on. And it's not just native to Los Angeles. Uh, it's also prevalent in places like New York, uh, Seattle, Miami, Florida, coastal cities where a lot of immigrants and a lot of other people tend to go. Now, I'm not saying immigrants because immigrants are the problem. I'm merely pointing out the fact that when it comes to capitalism, the person that has the biggest bag wins. The person that has the most money wins. They can buy whatever they want. They can state their price and they can rent it out for whatever they want. So there's a lot of people that will fall through the cracks. If you're not a winner, you're a loser. Think Squid Game, okay? It's the same exact concept. It's the same thing. So this is, uh, th this is I think this is going to grow to be an even bigger problem. I don't think this is going to go away by just merely sweeping people up and moving them around. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, I want to be clear that Los Angeles will be having some sort of Olympic event. I do need to look that up. Apologies, you guys. But Los Angeles will be having some sort of Olympic event that actually will be coming to the city in the next year or so. So it's no surprise to me that they're trying to sweep these measures now in areas where tourists are likely to spend a lot of money. Culver City, downtown Los Angeles, Malibu, Santa Monica. It's not at all a surprise, right? This is planned because they want tourists to come in, spend a lot of money, feel safe, not see homeless people, present a good image of the city, and then go back home to their respective countries or parts of uh, the USA that they came from, okay? So that's pretty much why this is being implemented now. Like I said, I don't feel like this is a great long-term strategy, but hey, I'm not a politician. I don't make public policy, so what do I know, you know? Um... I can say I see how this is somewhat uh, conducted or this problem is somewhat 
uh, handled in other countries. Um, and if I'm being honest, in other countries, uh, you know, they have a different way of life. In Europe, people tend to live together longer with their families and otherwise. And in Asia, same thing, they tend to live together longer with their families and otherwise. And they're more collectivist. But at the same time, when it comes to other countries that are extremely expensive, uh, you know, other cities, more so that are extremely expensive in other countries, Rome, okay, Paris, okay, uh, where else have I been? Amsterdam, right, in the Netherlands. Um, I mean, I went to Beijing and China, Shanghai. You will find homeless people everywhere. You will find homeless people. If you keep your eyes out, you look, you will see them. Sometimes they're incognito. They hide it. They dress differently, but you will see it. Okay. So this is becoming a worldwide problem. It's just that Los Angeles is really at the forefront of it because of how rich the city tends to be. Okay. And that's just the reality of it. That is just the reality of it. They went on in this article to interview uh, um, an homeless person that happens to be living under the uh, 405 freeway bridge in Culver City, California. Um, I like to go ahead and give him his due, give him his time. His name is Roscoe Billy Ray Bradley Jr. And he lives under a tent. He goes on to say, they can't take my tent. That's my personal property. He said, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. So there will be quite a bit of lawsuits involved with this, but I think the city's had enough. So I do see there being a change in policy where these lawsuits may not even go anywhere. Um, you know, so that's pretty much how it's going to go. Okay. And those are my thoughts. I'd love to hear you guys thoughts on this topic and even maybe some possible solutions. I'd love to hear what you guys think. I'll wait. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning into another episode of the Dragon Horse podcast. As always, stay safe, happy and healthy. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Don't forget. Love y'all. Peace.